Hi, this is Dr. William Renner. Thank you for joining me in what I think and what we think is the, the best podcast in, on evidence-based medicine in the United States. Today, I'm here with Dr. Alan Safdie, world-famous gastroenterologist. We've both been involved for clinical research more than 30 years and, stri- and try to stay on the cutting edge of uh, clinical research. Alan, today, I want to hear your thoughts about masks. I know that back in March, we talked about the excessive spray that was uh, that can be formed from just a sneeze. Uh, and I know that there's some new data out there. And I wonder if you could give us your, your take on masks and the spread of uh, COVID disease by aerosols and sprays. Well, thank you, Bill. I mean, it, this is was an important topic in March. Uh, the U.S. government failed to make this an important topic like we did uh, back in March. Um, you know, we had data from MIT back then that says droplets carrying coronavirus COVID-19 can travel up to 27 feet, not six feet, 27 feet. Um, and, you know, there's a very significant when you exhale, you cause these gaseous clouds. And especially if you're running or biking or doing vigorous exercise, these gaseous clouds or aerosols, not these heavy droplets, can travel up to 27 feet. So for standing around people for 15 minutes outside and people are talking very loud or we're running behind somebody or biking behind somebody, uh, this three to six foot radius is not probably adequate under those circumstances. If you just pass somebody and you're running, it probably is adequate. But we need to get people to wear masks. Um, the World Health Organization, CDC, you know, as well as us, have been recommending this for some time. And we're not doing an adequate job explaining to people that even if you're six feet away, that may not be that adequate. You know, if you exhale very rapidly, the speeds that this exhaled gas can travel is 33 to 100 feet per second. Um, and we're not taking that into consideration. So masks should be worn even if people are sitting around for long periods of time, you know, six feet away. Maybe we should have masks on even under those circumstances. Um yeah, the other thing we need to consider is how contagious this disease is. You know, we know we know from a from an anatomic point of view that this this uh, virus actually has these little spikes on it, which presumably allow it to that virus to stick, and it's much more contagious than the previous uh, coronaviruses. It it appears. Um, uh, at least several fold, maybe even 10 to 100 fold more contagious than SARS or MERS. So this is a very contagious virus. So uh, these these kind of dynamics, these fluid dynamics make, make much more difference in a, in a disease that is so much more contagious. Yeah, let, let's talk a little bit about this six foot rule. Um, the reason that came about um, was the droplets of saliva, or if you blow your nose, the secretions from your nose or spit, these are almost like rain. If you, you know, when someone sneezes, these larger droplets, gravity takes hold and they usually fall to the ground within six feet, almost within three feet. These are the more infectious droplets and they drop to the ground pretty quickly. We didn't take into consideration some of these aerosols that can spread even farther. So transient 
exposure to these aerosols is probably not a problem. If you get a million viruses, copies of a virus, and you inhale that, you're probably not going to get sick. If you get 5 million, you may get very sick. Um, so let's talk a little bit about face masks in, in regards to what we just mentioned. Um, you know, face masks have emerged as really probably our most powerful weapon along with distancing to fight COVID-19. Uh, I passed somebody today when I was running, they were walking, you know, a whole group. And I said, you guys should have face masks. They say we're distancing. I said, you're really not distancing adequately. They were actually walking next to each other. So face masks are the way that we can get ourselves out of this. But what kind of face mask, you know, should we be wearing? Um, you know, a folded handkerchief may leak from the top. It may leak around the sides. It may leak from the bottom. Um, and so there may be significant leak. Homemade face masks, a little bit better uh, than the handkerchief. And they may, you know, off the shelf kind of, you know, they may leak a little bit less. And then the N95 or KN95, the Chinese variant of that would even be better. So which kind of mask bill, you know, that you could buy, would you think is really the best um, that you could purchase? Well, I would guess the N95 mask is probably the best to wear. Um, is that right? Or Yeah, I mean, our KN95, which in all essence really have the same sort of... Um, benefits, the KN95 and the N95 mask. I mean, for all intents and purposes, one is a Chinese variant um, and one yeah, is not. When I, get, when I go to the grocery, I wear the uh, N95. And of course, at the hospital, of course, we always, we always wear the N95. And the N95 mask, uh, these masks uh, don't interfere with your CO2. They don't make you sick. They don't, they don't make you dizzy. Uh, all they do is protect you. Um, so don't, don't fall prey for there's some damage from wearing a mask. Um, Alan and I, uh, almost all physicians, we've been wearing masks most of our lives. And, uh, I've been in the operating room wearing, wearing a mask, uh, where I've been on cases sometimes or extremely involved transplant cases that may have taken 15 hours and I didn't pass out and I didn't, I didn't collapse. So uh, I really think that the, that is, that's just a bunch of uh, fooey. That's, that's just complete nonsense that the, the masks are harmful because they're not, you might get a little rash around your face. I, 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 I can give you that just from the secretions uh, building up on your face. If you're wearing an N95, but, but, no, but even uh, people who are uh, wearing these uh, softer mat, softer mat, softer masks for shorter periods of time aren't even going to have those kind of problems. So let's talk a little bit about, and this is a little bit more scientific, and we can end with this, just so people have an idea. You know, without a face mask, droplets, and these are some of the larger droplets, could project out to 12 feet from their source, um, well beyond the often employed six-foot social distancing rules that we've had. The average distance was about eight feet. The problem is these droplets, the small aerosol droplets, can hang up in the air for three minutes before falling. Uh, some of the aerosols can actually hang up a lot a little farther, and that's where we got 27 feet from MIT studies. The commercially produced off-the-shelf cone mask, um, the average droplet, if I sneeze, would project about 8 inches. So we went from 12 feet or 8 feet to 8 inches. 
Um, so they helped. If you did a bandana, remember bandanas leak a lot, they're thinner. The average forward travel was three feet, seven inches. Uh, if you folded the bandana and it was multiple layers of the cotton, it was one foot, three inches. Um, the most effective mask, if you had quilted cotton, which is the kind I wear um, when I'm not in a hospital situation, which are just these quilted cotton masks, the forward travel droplets went down to 2.5 inches. Those are very comfortable, soft cotton masks that everybody can wear. Uh, the softer they are, the more tightly it fits around the sides and above and below. Um, and, you know, they're high thread counts. So take into consideration that, you know, without a face mask, whether it be 8 feet, 27 feet, 12 feet, well beyond the 6 feet, um, you know, without a face mask, down to these just quilt and cotton masks, which are very comfortable, 2.5 inches. So wear a mask, take into consideration that bandanas may not be the best alternative. Uh, that's what I use when I run because I can't really run very well with the mask, but I'm not near anybody. Um, if I wear a bandana, I fold them so I have multiple layers. So I have a folded cotton handkerchief, which decreases to about one foot, three inches. It's not just a single layer that I have there. But the other times, just go out and get a commercially made mask. I do like the quilted cotton mask. I think they're a little bit more efficacious than some of the ones that look like hospital masks that really aren't. Yeah, let's let's get the economy back. Listen, we, we all need the economy. Uh, we all want our 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 uh, the kids and my grandkids. I want them to go to school. I want them to learn. I want colleges to open up. I want the businesses to open up. And the way to do that is mass mass and distancing. We can get our lives back. Uh, Alan, thank you again for another wonderful discussion. If you like this podcast, uh, please uh, subscribe to our podcast. Tell your friends about it. And uh, remember that we, uh, Alan and I really get uh, nothing from these except for the, the, the knowledge knowing that we're trying to get as much um, evidence-based medicine and truth uh, out, to the, out to the people. Um, thank you, Alan. Thank you, Bill.